This is All About Home Construction. And here's your hosts, Terry Canelbeck and Randy Blake. That's right. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Terry. Happy Saturday, buddy. Happy Saturday to you. Yeah. We're Saturday here, All About Home Construction. I appreciate all of our listeners out there. Give us a call today, 262-1567, and we'll put you right on the air. Nothing like lovely, warm some winter Saturday, hot yeah. winter Saturday. Well, I think it's going to be pretty nice. Yeah, it's. Uh, we're going to get temperatures like almost near sixty in the upper fifties. Oh. We're going to pay for it. Oh, I know. What's <laughs> funny is like on Monday we have warm temperatures, close to sixty, and then Monday night snow flurries. <laughs> Come on, well, welcome, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah. So, technically, it's still fall, so, you know, we can't complain. Well, gotta enjoy it. Leaves are gone. Yeah, I know. I know. But they held on a long time this year. You know, it's like the woolly worm. You know, I've seen more colors on woolly worm this year. You mm-hmm. know, I've seen one that, uh, two of them actually that were only about a quarter inch black and the rest was red yep. all the way to the tail. Yeah. Then I've seen some with black on the front, black on the rear, and then intermittently black uh i don't know hairs all the way through the red body yep. so i don't know uh well what do you do well just go on dressing later yeah i just hope we get the rain that they're calling for uh as we get into monday that they're calling for like a 70 percent chance of rain I, I hope we get some of that because do we need it Everything's dry. I don't know if Pilot Mountain Fire is still going or not. Um, so I've got I've got family in the area, and um, my understanding is it's contained. I actually saw a, a, a really cool picture um, where someone had flown a I don't know if it was a drone or a helicopter or what, but they can't fly over it. I know they they kind of um, I, I did did hear like because of that going on in Pilot Mountain, they were asking and, and telling people they couldn't fly drones and helicopters over that area. Because it was air, you know, airspace and all that. Yeah. Um, but uh, so this one was was on the outside, but it uh, it showed and it it looked, you know, I mean, there's obviously it, there was burn damage, but it didn't look as bad as you expect. Um, you know, it didn't it didn't uh, it was it wasn't completely bare like you would you would sort of expect. So I think uh, I think it it in in a sense did did some things some good and uh, everything works out in the spring. I think I think the the mountain will come back pretty pretty bright. Oh, pretty, it will. Heavy. You know, the California fire, you know, uh, after it, a little redwood popped out. Yeah. So You know, fire is devastating, but the thing about it is it creates new life. Yep. And it says that it burned uh, 1,050 acres, and it is 100% yeah, it's, it's, contained. It's contained, yeah. Um, I've got, like I said, I've got friends. So mom and dad, uh, they, you know, they live, I mean, as I am going to their house, so in their neighborhood, I can see Pilot Mountain. Um you know, where I grew up. And, and so I've got family that actually live in Pilot Mountain, too, some cousins. But um, so it, it's it's it was a special area to me. And it was it was interesting to kind of follow that. Um, but, it, yeah, it, it, it's sad. And then, of course, I don't know anything about the one. In, I say Marion. I don't really know where. I guess it was on the other side of Marion from us. Um, I haven't I haven't followed it as much. It, it kind of got died out on my my my. Um, social media feed it's been one of those crazy weeks where i've not really followed the news so uh, well, it's only burned 50 acres okay so it wasn't as bad uh, it's 300 
See, I wasn't really sure. I I, I knew it had happened, and then uh, it's been a crazy week. It's 70% and, contained uh, now. That's as far as I got with that. That's in McDowell County. McDowell, yep. Uh, we have a caller on the air. Good morning, caller. I want to know if you've quit giving the obituaries. Yes, ma'am. Um, I, I'm sorry about that. I thought uh, the, the program note was out. Um, that was above my pay grade. I got in this and uh, was told that uh, that has actually ended, and um, that was a kind of a decision made for management. Not us. Yeah, I promise you, not us. You don't give them anymore. No, ma'am. They're on our, our GoBlueRidge.net. Uh, they are listed on the on the website. Um, but we're not airing the I don't do computer. I listen to the radio. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate that so much. And uh, if it was, you know, again, that was a, a program decision above my pay grade. Um, Way above your yeah. pay grade. <laughs> so, so sorry about that. And uh, But, yeah, I do encourage everyone that, uh, you know, to, to, to do that. Um, if, if you, Ma'am, if you would like to call, uh, you're welcome to call uh, Monday morning. Um, and, and they'll give you the ins and outs. I'm just... Uh, just a lonely man who gets in on Saturdays and does all about home construction. Yeah, and we just found out this morning. Yeah, so I do apologize for anyone that was waiting for that. I, uh, I, I guess I should have should have prefaced that. I just assumed that the uh, the memo had gotten out to the folks. Sorry about that. So, uh, but yeah, but back to all about home construction. You know, it. it hopefully, we will get some rain uh, because I'm worried about that. You know just being so dry don't want any more fires and i know there was a fire on uh, down on elk creek road um oh, i forgot about that last week i guess it was this past week um i don't believe it, it was in terms of acres was was major um but you know it's uh yeah it, it, it's sad and scary when you, when you have those fires popping up so maybe we'll get some rain and kind of wet things down well they say it brings the birds back so, yeah like grouse and mm-hmm. quail things like that sure when they have fires yeah. and uh uh i was listening to the uh california or state department on california right they're supposed to do 10 30, acres a year in california and control burns and they've only been averaging ten thousand acres for the last 10 years and it explains all the fires and uh they they had uh went through, you know, the Sequoia National Forest and did so many control burns and was actually had taken down bad trees. Most of the bad trees aren't the big trees. Right, but, right. you know, the trees that's born underneath the canopy. Mm-hmm. And they had already cut a lot of them, and that's what saved the forest from really burning. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I mean, there's got to be some forest management. And, you know, I got an argument one time with, with someone. They're like, oh, you know, 100, 200 years ago, 300 years ago, there wasn't forest management. And I said, no, but when a fire took off, it, it would build, you know, it burn down the whole state, right? Uh, when, when you go back that far, and, uh, and I'm exaggerating a little bit, but, you know, you get the well, point. Like, actually, you're not, like, because there's really saying at one t- part of time in the, the North America that it was covered totally in trees. Yeah. All right. And what opened up the fields. Was uh, lightning strikes, mm-hmm. and you know, you know how scientists go back and look at stuff yep. and excavate and stuff like that, and and that's where they said that most of the the, the land was actually burned for burned mm-hmm. to open up land that the Indians and the farmers used. Yeah. Well, and a lot of the natives would travel through, and uh, they, you know, certain. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm lumping everyone together. Don't, don't mean to, but um, <clears throat> you know, the certain tribes would go through, and they would they would 
when they left an area, they would burn it on purpose, you know, like like start the fires because they were coming back to that section, you know, next year. And, and so they were, uh, I mean, it, think of the forest, right? You don't have blackberries growing in the middle of the forest. No. And uh, the potash is a good fertilizer yep. for what they were doing. So, so Anyway, it's, it's cool stuff. But control, I think that's sort of the control, the, the, the concern, right? I mean, that that's the bad control thing that we worry about when we hear about these california fires and we worry about these local fires is you know how many houses or buildings are burning uh, how many lives are lost um and 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 and, uh, and how much you know uh, wildlife is lost too uh so luckily this time of year there's there's not as many birds uh you know the the ones on pilot mountain i know if, if you're familiar with that uh there, there's there's big the big birds up top you know that they're protecting that's uh, part of why you can't climb up to the top anymore or walk up to the top. You know, they used to have stairs up through there. Oh, did not know yeah. that. Before my time, uh, but in the 60s and 70s or so, uh, everyone in my family, you know, all uncles and aunts, mom, dad, uh, they, they all talk about it. They're, they're, and you, When I was a kid, you could see where the stairs were. You, you know, they still had parts up. I'm not the actual stairs, but, you know, the, the where it mounted into the wall, uh, to the rock wall there. Was it steel? Wood. Wood. That's why, part of why they, they closed it off. But they were trying to protect some of the birds <clears throat> and wildlife up up top and uh, but now there were there were stairs in the 60s and 70s you could hike to the top of the of pilot mountain um but you know but but the good news is this time of year a lot of the wildlife is is sort of gone that can't that that migrates you know they've migrated out of course there's still a lot of wildlife around but that's the advantage i think of the control burns is it's burning slow and and not out of control and so you're, you're able to that wildlife's able to move and i think that's the concern with these big fires. I know Pilot Mountain. Since we're talking about it, I know a lot of uh, a lot of animals were seen at the base, you know, running around. Well, I can tell you what my brother told me about Idaho. His little valley didn't get burnt. It burned all the way around it, mm. and it drove the elk in. And when it drove the elk in, it drove the cougars and the bear in. Everything comes together. Yeah. So he said it's been wild at night to go out and hear cougars killing elk or deer. I bet so. All about home construction. We're gonna take a break. We'll come right back right after this. That's right, all about home construction here on WATA. And again, thanks to all of our listeners. Give us a call, 828-262-1567. Love to put you on the air. Talking a little bit, Randy, uh, this, this morning about um, just sort of ways to help senior citizens. And, uh, you know, maintaining a home is tough uh, when you're on a fixed income, uh, like Social Security. It's It's got to be even worse. Oh, gosh, yeah. So, you uh, know, especially with the cost of stuff. Uh, the home builders sent out a letter this week and, uh, matter of fact, got it Thursday in the email that, uh, they just doubled the tariffs on Canadian lumber. Wow. So, you know, we're already fighting it. We, just when we thought it, maybe it would go down. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, we've discussed this in the past that the Canadian lumber companies own the -hmm. Southern lumber companies here where we get our treated. Right. They own a lot of the forest. Uh, they don't own them all. I hadn't found out who Culpepper is owned by, but you know that's the largest treated southern, right, co- or treated lumber company in the United States, and uh, out of the South. But don't know who owns Cox. I'd rather buy lumber off Cox than Culpepper. Right. I like their treatment better. But uh, well, you know, so so there's a couple ways. If if you're um, 
if you're if you're looking to get you know fix up your house, um, and you don't have the money, obviously the first thing you think of is a loan. Um, and North Carolina has a housing finance agency, and that housing agency they have a lending a predatory lending counseling service. That's kind of cool, and, and uh, it, there's a Senate bill that, that mandates this law and all that. Um, but it, that's what someone has to worry about, right? Is, is these predatory lenders when 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 you're when you're looking in a pinch and you're looking to fix something up, uh, you know, think of think of the exe- you know something extreme like uh, your roof leaks. So you got to fix your roof, you know, things like that. Um, but it's kind of cool. So this ball, uh, this bill actually mandates that uh, persons considering high cost home loans uh, must receive counseling from the North Carolina Housing Finance Agency uh, approved counselor before they can complete that loan process. Um, so there, there are things in there, you know. Uh, um, to, to kind of help help you from being a victim, whether it's from fraud or or just a, a predatory lender, um, so that that part is good. And and think about not just predatory predatory lending, but think of the fly by nighters that come through that give you the good deal. Right. You know we deal a lot with that up here, and uh, there's always somebody comes in makes a big splash in the county, mm-hmm. and after two or three years they're gone. Right. You know because they. That most time are they're scamming people. Yep. So that that's sort of the the, uh, the the downside, right? Like the negative for today, and and that is you know you be just watch out for that. Um, you know, and, and uh, what is it, Murphy's law? When 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 you know things hit, uh, you know sometimes you don't have much of a choice. You feel like you don't have much of a choice anyway. Um, so just be just be cautious of that, um, and know that there are some services out there like. Uh, like that uh, predatory lending counseling, um, you know, and, and and they keep a log of each state and, and, and things, and, and so that that helps you out too. Um, and uh, one thing this year in uh, the state of North Carolina, our codes classes, mm-hmm. they were talking about people that are trying to contract without a license. Okay, right. Uh, it's illegal for anybody in the state of North Carolina to have uh, a contractor on a card if they don't have a license. Right. That's cool. And uh, and it's happening more and more. And so I've had 10 hours of class on that through the state. And, right. And they're really trying to crack down on people that are, are doing it. Uh, Channel 9 on Skyline, mm-hmm. uh, they got that guy there that, he goes around and and uh, that, you know checks these contractors or say their contractors are doing work and it's happening quite a bit between Charlotte and Raleigh. Right. And uh, <coughs> so if it's not too bad, it's a misdemeanor. Sure. And then if it is too bad, then they you know it can be jail time. And uh, that is you know uh, failure to do work with 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 being paid. Right. You know and. Uh, it happened to two roofing companies here back in the early 2000s, around 2006 or seven, where they were taking money from homeowners, starting a job, and leaving, all right, or getting another draw. And right, leaving. right. And that's generally, that's generally what happens. You get the draw, first draw, get the second draw. Make them, you're baiting them, right? You're, yeah. You're making them think, okay, they're going to finish this job. And uh, both companies, I, I won't mention the companies, both of both of them got six years apiece in uh, penitentiary for that. 
Well, uh, I'm, I'm glad they got they got caught, but how many people do they scam, or how many people are doing the same thing and didn't get caught yet? Correct. And, uh, you know, they, they tell you if it smells good, looks good, it might not be good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, you know, again, going back to some of those those um, programs, um, so the HUD programs, that um, one of the one of the local um, agencies is the Northwestern Region Housing Authority, um, and and so they have they have all sorts of programs though that can help people out, and including that, um, you know, and again, I don't, the, uh, the counseling, the comprehensive counseling uh, program. Um, so I, I don't have the ins and outs of who qualifies or what you qualify for. I'm just letting you know that there there are services out there, um, and and you know then that that organization uh, they have Section Eight housing vouchers, uh, public housing programs, but they have a property management program too, uh, and as well as a, a new development or mixed finance models and home home ownership programs, uh, but they have some general contracting. Uh, general construction contracting, and uh, that that's kind of interesting where they oversee the uh, developments, you know, um, improvements and things like that for for units and houses for first time ownerships. Um, so there, there's there's some services out there, you know, to to help people out. Uh, and again, we're, we're really kind of pushing this, um, you know, for for the for the elderly and and as you get up and and you're on the fixed incomes and stuff, it's uh, some of that stuff's important. Yep. Yeah, they are. And uh, one of the organizations we're talking about is Whammy. Yep. You know, here in western North Carolina. And, you know, Whammy was started with uh, John F. Kennedy in 1963. Then he was assassinated, and uh, L- President LBJ took it over in 64. And uh, believe it or not, it, uh, Head Start come out of it, Jobs Corps, uh work-study programs for the university students, uh, VISTA, Volunteers in Service to America. Uh, it's a domestic version of the Peace Corps because a lot of Peace Corps uh, kids goes overseas. Right. Uh, Francis Presley, a uh, gentleman that died two years ago in Valacruces, was a big Peace Corps man. Really? Yeah, I mean, he helped kids all over the country. Your neighborhood youth groups is part of Whammy. Uh, basic education, adult job training. You know, and uh, CAPS, Community Action Programs, uh, which they're saying turned out to be the most controversial of the package, uh, but I don't know why. Uh, Economic Opportunity Act was an initiative legislation, but it was received only about $1 billion to divide among the various programs. Mm-hmm. And in 1966, Cong- Congress appropriated $4 billion for the program. And there's a lot of listeners out there that knows what it's like, you know, back in the 30s, probably the 20s, 30s, and 40s, right. 50s, you know. Uh, we even talked about in, in in the 70s, 76, that what uh, Winston-Salem Journal put out that 60% of the residents of Allegheny County didn't have power. Isn't that something? I, I mean, I say that because, I, and we, we talked off the air, like I, I remember growing up in the 80s, People without power, but it—they were the exception. I mean, they were—they were, you know, the hardcore, set in their ways, old people, right? Um, and, and so, for me to, to to kind of think, especially you know, I mean, I'm walking around my whole, like I'm holding my cell phone, right? Like I carry 
I carry a cell phone in my pocket. I carry a computer in my pocket. So to think back that, you know, less than 50 years ago, um, a big section of population didn't even have power to turn on a light switch, you know? Correct. It's huge. And, that's, uh, you know, that's what I always told my granny. I said, Granny, you, you've seen more things happen in your lifetime mm-hmm. because she got to see power come into the valley. She got to see telephones. She got to see trains come into Watauga County. Well, think about this. Planes, automobiles. The, the, some, so some people in the high country did not have electricity to turn on a TV to watch someone walk on the moon. Correct. I mean, you think about that, technology-wise. Yeah. And, uh, boy, I grew up hating TV, too, because they only only had three and five was the only channels we had. So <laughs> that's the reason I can't stand to watch anything below Channel 13 on TV. I'll watch the local news in the morning. That's it. The rest of the day, forget it. You know. Uh, and then now we got TV TV stations. You can get a hundred, 300 stations on right. your TV. Yep. You know, uh but it it was truly amazing because my dad grew up in West Virginia, mm-hmm. and as a kid driving through those uh, coal coal mining towns and stuff, you know, coming down from Cleveland down here, especially down Highway Twenty One, right? And uh, looking, and some of them homes was over a hundred year old then, mm-hmm. you know. So that's pushing them now close to one hundred and seventy years old, right? And uh, that they stayed warm with coal because coal coal was cheap. Yep. And hot, and gosh, yeah, you know, <laughs> go to my store. That's still that's still a coal stove. Yeah, they don't burn coal, but it was a coal stove. That's it. We'll be right back right after this next break. Thanks for listening to us. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. And again, give us a call eight two eight two six two one five six seven. Talking a little bit about um, housing and and. Um, just some of the the options for uh, people in the in the community, especially the the uh, those on a fixed income, like senior citizens, um, and, you know, and, and just just hopefully we can we can give you some resources, hopefully give you some ideas of of, of ways you can uh, you can you can well prosper, get your house fixed. Yeah. Uh, now we did have a guest. I guess it was our, in our either our first or second year. Will Hadaway come on, mm-hmm. and uh, he actually that's what he did was is. Uh, he was an energy evaluator. Mm-hmm. He worked for BPE, and but he also worked for Whammy. Yep. And he would go in, and, and you know, they came in and did my uncle's house where they installed right. some vinyl windows. They installed some insulation. Uh, he has an old furnace, but they came in, and, and they uh, 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 put the mastic around all the duct joints on it. They insulated the pipes, insulated the hot water heater and stuff like that yep. so he could save energy. You know, one of the the key things to uh, when it comes to that, you know, with their and, and I'm just looking at their weatherization program, but this is just general rules for for anyone looking to to, to update their house. And you know, some of the easy and I say easy because it's it you get the most bang for your buck is uh, just to make your homes more energy efficient, right? But and and ways to doing that is adding insulation, you know, installing insulation, maybe correctly or maybe for the first time in some of these older houses, right? Um, but just adding insulation, fill, finding ways to kind of seal that air that comes in. So there's air leaks. And then that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, put in a brand new window. It can. Um, but sometimes it's just a matter of finding ways to seal those air leaks. 
It um, is. Uh, and then duck ceiling. That's a that's a big most big of the chunk. time around a window. You know, uh, a wood window. Uh, they got storm windows, okay? Yeah. But most time, the problem with the wind, older window is the insulation around it, not the right. window itself. Yep. And if a window doesn't have glazing, you have to reglaze. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've come out with a co- you know the older windows you can't take out. But they came out with a glaze, I guess, about 20 years ago that comes in a tube that you can glaze it. And you just got to clean the corners up, and it helps a Neat. lot. Neat. And uh, uh, we have, uh, which I have an older home, my 64 model, and it has R11, and it can be drafty. But now we took plexiglass and cut and put on the inside of the windows, and that's helped tremendously. Just adding that extra layer. Yeah. Uh, I bought a mobile home uh, in the mid-'70s. And it had the old jealousy windows, you know, the crank-out windows. Yep. And so we decided to redo the trailer, and and we totally gutted it. And we come back, you know, then the insulation was R4 in a mobile home. So okay. we And, you know, you had inch-and-a-half walls. We put all we could in inch-and-a-half walls, so we probably had R6. And then we repaneled it, and instead of the old cheap trim we had, we took one by two and we notched it. We put the screen on the back. But then we notched it so we can put uh, plexiglass on the front. So in the in the wintertime, we just put the clips in, or put the plexiglass, pulled the clips, and believe it or not, that cut down a lot of heat. Yep. And, Makes sense. Or Makes a sense. lot of heat loss. A lot of that loss, yeah. And then come springtime, we just took the plexiglass out. Yep. And uh, back then, plexiglass wasn't that expensive, but now it's more expensive than it was. But it's a, it's a fix that instead of putting plastic on every year, you can put up put take down and save for the next year right well and and you see some of these you know options like bubble wrap um you know things like that to put over your windows and um i I guess i mean all that again is is just trying to make an extra barrier for that heat that that heat exchange um in in um you could buy curtains you know that are that are these like solar curtains which you know that that kind of help with that energy uh, transfer as well. Well, you know, cellulose come out in the 50s. Mm-hmm. And a lot of older homes have cellulose in them because you can see the plugs on the wall. Yep. Mm-hmm. The only problem with that cellulose is is that it would, would settle over the years. The new cellulose that come out in the late 90s would not uh, compact like the other would. Right. And But back then, you know, a lot of those homes, they burnt wood or they burned coal. Me and Terry was talking about it off the air about how many coal stoves are still around. Yep. And you really didn't feel the drafts because of the, the amount of heat. Because it was remember, so hot, yeah. I remember going to people's yeah. houses when I was a kid and the front door would be standing wide open because the wood stove uh-huh. would be so hot. I've been done that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, I've, I, and there, a, there was a time in my life when we lived and uh, heated with wood, and, and I did the same thing. It was and, too hot, buddy. Uh, my daddy was the same way. He, he, You know, he didn't make the pop red, but it was so hot that I lived – I'm glad my bedroom had air leaks in it. Yeah. Because I, yeah. my windows in the wintertime would condensate and freeze over from the outside, yep. and it really got hot. <laughs> <laughs> that was your thermal break, was it? Yes, it Frost. was. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that that's the thing. And, 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 you know, heat has changed. It's it's become a lot more efficient. It's become a lot more comfortable in a lot of ways. You know, um, like I said, I, we're kind of joking, but I – there is something to me about you know warming up against the real fire, uh, yeah, can't beat it kind of thing. But in terms of everyday living, you know, I, I'm I'm a lazy person. I don't like to 
haul in wood and, and keep the fire going 24-7, you know. Uh, and so it's nice to have, you know, things like central heat. Uh, yes, it house. is. Um, and so, it, but it, there comes, you know, again, there comes that switch of how do you how do you maintain that. And, uh, you know, part of that is making sure it's efficient, making sure that actual whatever it is, however you heat your house, but whatever system you have, uh, whether it's, you know, fuel or um, electric or heat pump, you know, uh, either way, like how are you, is that maintained? Is that as efficient as it can be? You know, things like leaks. Um, you know, it, it, it's it, leaks to me. Duck leaks are, are kind of interesting. Like you don't you don't think about it because that's sort of the purpose of the heat. Correct. Well, I uh, see it's duck, all, it's always know. under pressure, so yep. so you never notice the air leak there. Yeah, um, but but it certainly makes sense. I mean, it's you know blow blow through that or blow or suck through that straw in your drink and put a hole in it and see what happens you know yeah you can still get air th- or water through it but um it's you know you're you know you're losing it you're losing well to give pressure. you an idea most of the older furnaces is losing about 30 percent of their yeah. efficiency yeah because i know there's not there's houses out there where the the duct pipe is still out of galvanized steel yeah and there's no insulation outside it yeah. uh there was no insulation on the inside which is great because a lot of people's poor air quality is where the duct work is insulated on the inside Okay, and you know, one time the yeah, duct yeah. work was. Then they, wow, we're we're creating a mold issue now. Mm-hmm. Let's put the insulation on the outside. Trap it, keep it, keep it. The escape into the to the living space. Yep. yep. So that I mean that again, that's it. And uh, you know, keeping those clean. I mean, there's certain things you can do to to cut down on that or help that efficiency. However you want to look at it. Um, you know, things like uh, cleaning those filters out. and But cleaning the ducts, I mean, it, you know, you can stick a vacuum hose down in it. But I don't know about you, but my vacuum hose is only a few feet long, you know. Well, you might have uh, to order some extras. Uh, that you, or you'll have to go out and buy it. That's all you can yeah. do. Yeah. And uh, before you get, but you better make sure you tape it together. Yeah. Because when you start snaking it down that thing, that's a long ways. I, yeah. I know a guy. I know a wood floor story where uh, somebody dropped a, a hammer down into one of those vents, and then you could hear it go dun, 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 all the way to the basement. <laughs> uh, wasn't me, obviously, but uh, well, but you no, know, I mean, you know, that's my point. Like, like I, I get why ducks are in the floor. Like, I get that it's easier to run the systems, you know, especially if you have a, a, a the source in the basement area, the lower space, and and you build up. But man, whoever came up with that idea to begin with, it's, in a lot of ways, floor vents are the worst place for them because everything gravity pulls everything down. It does. But, Dirt, dust. But think tools. of this. Think of this. You know, I thought it was so nifty when they put the ducks in the ceiling. Yeah. All right. But the only problem is you got to run it a little longer to get the heat to come down to. Yeah. So your floors are always cold. That's true. Uh, there was a company in 2000 that came out with duck socks. Mm-hmm. Is what it was called. Yeah. Uh, as you built a, built your house, and the heat and air come in, cut the holes in. Now you put these sock in. Okay. Now these socks uh, would catch any small saw particles or dust in it, so it did not get into your right uh, ductwork. And you don't know how many new houses I went back and looked at where the contractor didn't go back and clean the sawdust out of the ducts. They're still sitting in there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, when the first time the systems fired up, they blew all this microscopic yep. dust all into uh-huh. the house. 
Well, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I laugh at that because, because got to remember, I've done wood floors, and, and um, you know, in, in a lot of those existing houses, you you run into that. You know, you, I try to vacuum it out, but there's been times where the the heat's kicked on before the vacuum has. You know, and I've I've, I've bent over and, and had a face full of dust from the vents before. Correct, uh, and know. and it, and it sucks. Yeah, or you get a hardwood finisher, and his bag's not sealed good. Mm-hmm. And we had a finisher do that to us in a job in uh, Avery County where yeah. we had to go in and vacuum the ceiling, the walls, yeah. and everything. Well, and that's the problem. You know, m- most of your – when it comes to the wood floors, most people think about – like the machines you rent, the, the, you know, the DIY things, are, um, they don't have the vacuum systems, period. Uh, you right. know, and, and so that when you you, know, you hear these horror stories, that's where you're hearing them from. Is, is it, it's dust everywhere, and um, you know it's. I only had that issue with stairs, just because the the nature of stairs is and your edger. Yeah, like you 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 know I mean the stair treads are only a few few inches wide. You know you, there, there's always going to be you're going to lose that seal. There's always going to be dust when you're when you're dealing with stairs. I don't care who you are or what you say. Um, well, we bought, we now, have, there's ways to cut down on that, but there's always going to be dust on stairs. We actually have a uh, sand, a small unit. It's probably, I don't know, 20 inches wide, two foot long, and eight inches deep. Mm-hmm. And that's its job is to pick pick up the micro particles yep. out of the air, just suck it out. And uh, I mean, it it's not a loud machine, yep. it, and it takes a while to do it, but it will work. And uh, but. I didn't get it for homeowners. I got it to protect my employees, right. because of microscopic fibers. But no, uh, you know. But but even even after the construction, that's what kills me is like floor vents. And I get what you're saying, floor being hot and cold, but dust falls down, dirt falls down, toys fall down. It it does. But we'll debate that when we get back. All right, all about home construction. We'll be right back right after this right. break. That's right, all about home construction here on WATA. Again, thanks to all of our listeners. Give us a call, 262-1567. Talking a couple ways to uh, kind of help you um, kind of help you out on your home and, and ways to improve it. Um, we'll, get, we'll get back into the debate before we finish up. But I do want to point out, Randy, is that uh, uh, things like Medicare and Medicaid, they don't really they don't pay for home, like, you know, modifications, improvements, and things like that. Um, but under the, you know... Between you and your doctor, if, you, if your doctor gives you prescriptions, if you, you know if you qualify, um, they do call. They do. There are programs throughout Medicare and Medicaid that lets you do things like you know bathrooms. Uh, you know, in terms of like fixing it where it's safe to get in and out of the bathtub. Uh, you know, the the uh, safety rails and things like that. Uh, walker uh, wheelchairs, things like that. Obviously, but um, in, in terms of home construction, there are ways of, of helping you out. Uh, through that as well and um some some other programs you know in uh whammy i think we could probably direct you to that if they can't do it but uh things like you know how to get um ramps and things like that to your house well you know this Uh, last year we bought one of those aluminum ramps from my Mm mother-in-law and at first you know it was seventeen hundred dollars for a 10-foot ramp okay but most people don't realize when you build a ramp, handicap ramp, you have to build it to ADA laws. Yep. And I think, you know, I said 100-pound uh, live load, and I think Dana corrected me after the, that show we had. It's 120-pound live load. Okay. And uh, so 
people don't realize the load factor that are there, you know, for these ramps. And even if you're building it at home and you're building it yourself, and if you don't build it to the ADA laws and, and somebody comes in there, you're liable. Right. Okay. Yep. And then uh, those aluminum ramps, though, when they come on, are pretty interesting. I've got uh, Judy's, my wife's uh, grandfather. He's up in his 80s, uh, almost 90. Um, he has one at his house, and so we, you know, we've been down and seen it. And uh, It's, you know, when, when I say aluminum, I know a lot of people kind of roll their eyes, but it's a neat little system, and the way it sits on, I mean, it just, it, it's it's not really construction in that, it, you know, it doesn't. Does it, it doesn't deconstruct anything in the existing already. It it just kind of sits on top of the only thing there. we we did was is we took the top tread off. All right, we actually didn't even take it off. But what we did was we cut it at an angle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that allowed us now to move over and keep keep it on the sidewalk because my mother in law's sidewalk was curved. Right. So but if it's a straight one, you yeah, wouldn't even need to do that. That's right. And then, and then like his, for instance, his he had you know he's in, he's off the mountain, so it's got a flat yard. Um, he has his porch, you know, and it's, 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 I don't know, maybe eight by eight porch or something. I mean, it's just a small little porch you walk out on and and it, but the, the ramp just drops down and then turns and, and, uh, makes one curve, you know, one turn and you're down in it. But, uh, and then I don't know how I've never measured it for how wide it is, but it's a fairly wide, I mean, you could definitely get a wheelchair up through there and have room. Well, you need, Uh, you know, uh, two, eight can get a wheelchair or three. mm -hmm. Okay. But if you think now, let's think even further, because you call the ambulance, okay, mm-hmm. and they bring a gurney in. They have a hard time with a right. with a two eight walkway. Right. So we've actually, believe it or not, over the years have gone from three o to, to three foot wide to three foot four inches wide, a forty inch minimum. Yes, that costs more money because you have to add another stringer to it mm-hmm. and keep the strength up. But the point of it is. It's all because of access for elders. Yep. And trust me, I know all about it. I'm getting older now, and I not, never thought I'd get here this fast. Mm-hmm. How about that? Sure. And because uh, I want to tell my wife I want to, I want an elevator in my house, and she makes fun of me because uh, you just you know how wives are. And uh, I said, you know, one of these days. The biggest problem with construction workers is their backs, mm-hmm. all right? And if you fail one or two times, then it happens. So. That's it. Well, uh, Randy, we have a caller on the air, and uh, I, it's a good thing because I was getting back into the floor debate, the floor vent debate with you. But uh, good morning, caller. Who's on the air? Who's speaking with? Well, I'm not going to hold you up with it for too long. and just wanted to wish Randy a happy birthday. <laughs> speaking of getting older, he's uh, a few months younger than I am. <laughs> yeah, you know, I get my Medicaid card this week or next week. Heard that. <laughs> I done changed mine, so there you go. It's all good. Yeah, it ain't the years, it's the miles, right? God, yeah. You know, I, I, I guess I've been a burden all my life to myself because my dad always used the statement, basic insecurity. So my whole life from the time I really got in the workforce at 19 till. 58 was 80 to 100 hours a week, you know? Yep, been there. Not not lately. Don't want it. <laughs> not anymore. All right, well, we're, 
Well, I just wanted to slip that in and let Terry finish up here, but uh, thank you, y'all Bill. have a good weekend, okay? Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And uh, don't go to Hawaii because they're getting, expecting 12 inches of snow this weekend. I heard that. <laughs> yeah, well, better them than us. We'll get ours soon enough. Yep. We appreciate it, buddy. Hey, y'all take care. Thank you. Yeah, happy birthday, Randy. I was, I was, see, I was trying to hold it from you, but uh, no. Well, I wasn't. I ain't yeah. pushing it. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, did you have a good birthday? That's what really matters. Uh yeah. It's just another day in life. I mean, after you, you know, the big one was uh, twenty-one, so you go to the liquor store. Yep. And then thirty, oh God, you just blew the twenties, and then yeah. after that, it's just another Downhill. day in life. I'm with you on that. And, I, uh, I feel you. So I guess now that I'm sixty-five, I can be counting to the days down. Now I, you know. <laughs> I'm hoping one of these uh, guys can go on to make. I'd like to see seventy. How about that? Yeah. Well, now, now I see. Now though, Bill set me up. I can't complain about Vince being in the floor. It'd be like arguing with a boomer. Well, isn't, we, that, isn't that the thing now? <laughs> Boomers. Uh, yeah. I am a baby boomer. Uh, apparently, I, apparently that's a thing, and I can't argue with a boomer. You know, I had a client the other day said, we built our house in 1956. And I said, 65 model. How do you know that? I said, because I'm 65 and I was born in 56. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. You know, we've, uh, I really dread it, you know, because in my class of 75, last count, we've lost about 35. Right. You know, so that's quite a bit. So That's it. We have another caller on the air. Good morning, caller. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I wanted to ask you a question, sir. I could have, I was listening to the radio this morning, and um, there was a lady called, I don't know how it all come about, but I think the gentleman told her, it was about the obituaries, and I think that uh, she had called to ask about them, and I thought I heard the guy say that y'all weren't going to do that anymore. Yes, ma'am. That is a management, it's come down above, um, it's a corporate decision. It came down to me. Um, and, and I got word that's again, it's, it's sort of above my pay grade. I was just told that we're no longer airing those uh, weekdays or weekends at uh, morning or afternoon. Uh, we do have them on the website, gobluridge.net. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm kind of like the lady, yeah. I'm literal. No, I definitely understand that. And, uh, you know, I. Uh, but I thought that's what I heard you say, and I thought, well, did I hear him right or did yes, I? Well, I, I hate that, but I know sometimes things do change. Well, I, you know, all I can say is that just. Obviously, it wasn't my decision. Um, you know, I'm, the, the interesting thing, the, the fun thing for us is, you know, we're, I'm here on Saturday mornings. We're here on Saturdays. We we enjoy doing our show all about home construction. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and you know, and so any, it, the the good and bad of this is, I, I I stay out of the politics. I stay out of um, everything that happens during the week. I show up on you know Saturday and, and talk to you guys. Uh, so uh-huh. All I know is that's that's just what I was told, and and. and I'm sure if you want to give them a call Monday morning uh, here at the radio station, the office number, um, they'll definitely they'll have a lot more information and, and, and it can talk to you through why uh, decisions were made. I just all I can do is relay the, I the information. Yeah, I so. understand, and I thought that's what I heard you say, and I thought, well, I'm gonna, I just hate it. You yes, know, ma'am. I'm, you know, we don't do computer or anything sure. like that, but at the same time, if it's you know somebody that we know yes, really, we're gonna know. But then, well, I, I mean, I can tell you, so I. As we as wrap up the show here, you know, I I have been on the WATA since 2002, and I have read the obituaries just about every shift I've ever been in here. Well, you know, part of the deal uh, getting me on the radio show was uh, eliminating the, yeah. the obituaries, and I said, you can't do that. Yep. 
So my granny's listened to them as long as I was alive at it. eight o'clock and five. Yeah. Well, I do. Like I said, I'm illiterate. I don't have the like you know the younger guys right. and the people have the computer and all that stuff. I don't do that, and I just like to listen. I was just wondering, but yes, ma'am. you know, I might call Monday and just mention it sure. to him. And I mean, it's no big deal because I mean, I know if it's close in family, unfortunately, well, we're still, gonna know. No, I understand. Um, but yeah, I'm really sorry about that decision. And, um, okay, it's not your fault. That's it's it. Your fault at all. So well, we appreciate you listening to yes, us. We do. And, uh, we hope that you have a great Christmas. Well, and I hope you do too, sir. And thank you for talking with me. Yes, ma'am. Always. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Uh, thank you. We uh, we do appreciate everyone that listen out there, and uh, we, we, we're glad that you're here, sticking with us all about home construction. Hopefully, we help some people out today. Yes. And uh, Randy, I guess until next time, stay warm, stay well, stay cool, stay warm, stay dry. Correct. How's that? <laughs> we'll see you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to All About Home Construction. We air every week on Saturday mornings on WATA in Boone. Please like this podcast, comment, share it. Hey, let everybody know where you found it. Thanks for listening.